And with all these people, you know, trying to use your voice or your face or your fingerprints or whatever, right? You can actually go in <laughs> and um, and legally um, take, uh, what do you call it? Own it. You can actually legally own it, just like you do a, a trademark or something like that. So you can do your, your, your fingerprints and your voice and your face and, and everything. It's pretty cool. So we're going to do it. Teach people how to do it. Yeah. Why not? You know, that reminds me of surveillance. And here's a story that appeared in the paper. You probably can't see this, but it's a, uh, it, that's a camera. And some joker, and it might have been someone working for the forest department, put surveillance cameras at the hot springs where all the hippies go up and get naked. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go up there myself all the time, hike up there, and it was a place everybody just took off their clothes and went in there. Well, they found a surveillance camera up there, and it turned out to be a big scandal. I meant to tell you about this several months oh, ago, funny. but forgot it. It's really funny. <laughs> There's always somebody. That... As for snakes, by the way. Yeah, snakes. I think it's called persorption. Our body can do that. That's why if you eat raw starch, it can actually get in and give you a heart attack by going by forcing itself through capillaries into places it shouldn't be, including in your arteries. Uh, Ray Pete warned about that, and there were experiments. It's always good to cook your starch thoroughly mm -hmm. in your pasta, and uh, and then uh, add butter too to be perfectly safe. Because starch sometimes can be uh, dangerous if you don't handle it correctly, and particularly raw starch. I know people who who like raw starch. They just eat the pasta dry and chew on it. They're still alive, but uh, but anyway, Ray Pete warned about raw starch. I, I think they wasn't there a time when folks were doing some kind of raw potato juice for healing or something like that. It yeah, it, it, it can be used for therapy. See, many medicines are poisons. They're counter irritant. Uh, mm -hmm. It's what the Coley toxins. See, Coley found a guy that had a, uh, uh, actually he lost a relative uh, to a type of sarcoma that was deadly and mm -hmm. incurable. And uh, it was traumatic to him. But then he went to the hospital and found this guy had a huge unoperable sarcoma on his neck, totally unoperable, going to die. He got a an infection. The infection is sometimes people die from the infection. He survived and his tumor went completely away. Wow. So he was so fascinated by this case, he tracked the guy down after eight years. No, he was in remission. He never had any kind of cancer after that. So that's when he got interested in using a counter irritant to fight it. And uh, a doctor named uh, Baron, Sir John Paget, Paget, years before, centuries before, had discovered that, that he has certain synd syndromes like uh, bone Paget syndrome and everything. But he also found that an infection or a counter irritant could cure cancer. My friend Judy Utley, I've gone into over and over how they burned a big hole in her back about nine inches wide, real serious big black salve hole, and she got rid of 
spinal cancer, breast cancer, lung cancer, and they they didn't even look anyplace else. She figured she was a blob of cancer. She lived for nine years after, mm. totally cancer-free. I don't even know what she finally died from. <laughs> stranger than stranger than fiction, as we say. Stranger than fiction. <laughs> so anyway, counter-irritants, many medicines are counter-irritants. They just you irritate you and so you take a small well homeopathy sure a, po a thief to catch a thief a poison to catch a poison and it often works you can uh, you can cure a heart attack uh, you can cure tb with cancer and cancer with tb you can cure pneumonia with uh cancer and cancer with pneumonia so many and diabetes is the antidote to cancer now there's more, better ways to do it i'm not saying go out and get diabetes to cure cancer or or cancer to cure diabetes but that's the way the body works yin yang one side to other acid alkaline black white whatever you want to call it we're kind of stuck in the middle and the answer is usually in the maybe in the middle in the middle yes the no maybe maybe that's like it's like that's like with electricity, isn't it? Like positive, negative, and neutral, same thing? Positive, right? negative, yeah. And the, and the neutral is the flow between them. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, However that works. It, we use electricity. We don't understand it. Scientists don't have a clue. It's all theory. But they know how to turn the switch on and how to deliver it and how to electrocute people in electric chairs. But they just really don't. They, they claim they know it. And that's, of course, the speed of science is what got us in trouble with COVID and everything sure. else. You yeah, know, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, do this, do that. And you know, what so many people don't realize, and we've done shows on it, and it's true, you can measure it. They, they are so behind with the amount of wires and the sizes that they need, right, for electricity, that most of the electricity goes back to the station in the ground. It just, it goes back and they call it stray voltage but it's not stray they know what they're doing they they just don't want to take take the time and the money <laughs> you've had some really yeah. good guests on your it's, show it's describing funny. how that it's works crazy. yeah they yeah, call they, it stray they, voltage yeah. yeah they call it stray voltage i don't know why the, how the electricity though would know to go back to them i wouldn't know where to go yeah i don't know that was tesla's idea by the way he was going to deliver electricity through the earth which was kind of a scary Oh, I thought idea. he was going to do it through the air. He was going to do it through the no, earth? No, that's a bit, people think that. No, he was going to do it through the earth, and that's why Morgan uh, abandoned him. By the way, Morgan and Tesla remained friends throughout their life. He supported him. Uh, Tesla loved to eat at a fancy restaurant, Delmonico's in New York, mm -hmm. and Morgan footed the bill because he would... Tesla was, uh, he always had to start at 8-11 and always had to have guests. <laughs> and every time the waiter said, hey, uh, there's no money here, he said he'd go and call Morgan and Morgan would supply so, it. So J.P. Morgan, Morgan. was not as bad yeah. as Rockefeller. So J.P. Morgan, is, he, then, he then funded Edison to do his deal, right? To do his, his, right. his way of electricity. He ended up, well, actually, no, he no. didn't like Edison. Edison uh, wanted, uh, let's see how was this going. He wanted DC. That's and right. Morgan Direct fired code. Edison and started General Electric by firing Edison. He not only fired, but first of all, Edison never fired Tesla. 
That's a fictional story. Never fired him. Some supervisor fired him. And Tesla admired Edison to the rest of his life, even though Edison was a bad guy in a lot of ways. Uh, he he drove all the motion picture people to Hollywood, he by did. the way, with, yeah. by taking yeah. over. He wanted to control everything. He was yeah. a control freak. But, of course, Morgan fired him, and so General Electric took over as the, the, big, the big guy in town at that point. Well, Edison, let's see, D.C., but D.C. isn't that what we do when we get it from the sun, and then we... We transfer the DC into AC with a converter, right? With an inverter? Yeah, you know, the thing about DC, some scientists say, and I agree with them, that we should have stuck with DC because everybody would have their local uh, transformer, local. You wouldn't be on a grid and forced by these people to do whatever they wanted, whether it was Mm -hmm. atomic or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't need a converter for your computer. So DC directly would have been a smarter choice for the world if they're all worried about carbon and all that stuff, which they're really not. Uh, so, and, uh, and it's a fiction so, anyway. So can they? So did Edison was he creating DC through the regular coal fire and water and all that, or was he doing it with the sun? You know, uh, the, the DC isn't really. That's a good question. Uh, the sun is, should be DC. Well, it is DC. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It comes. Yeah, yeah you yeah, get solar panels. It's DC, DC. So, the, so it has to be converted back into to uh, AC. I hadn't thought about that yeah. into AC again, mm-hmm. which is uh, it would be a lot better if it was just DC directly. Definitely. Well, as you know, um, there are people now that the real people that love this stuff. They just use sun. I mean, the sun DC. And then they get all DC uh, units. You can get a DC refrigerator. You can get DC television. You can buy them. They run on DC. And then they don't convert it. You know, they don't convert it. The, the real purist with solar. But, um, yeah, I, I guess that's, or Edison, if they would have done that, all of our so all of our appliances would be DC instead of AC, right? Today. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Which I think personally would be better off. And some scientists uh, in science magazines have argued for the same thing, that maybe a mistake was made. Well, yeah, I mean, I've seen people that argue that the, what is the the hertz of the number that we use here in this country? What is it? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm, mm, 200, 120. Anyway, what we use according to some people, that is, it's not the healthiest to be running it through your home, whatever it is. Is it 120? Yeah, right. uh, 120. And, and the, uh, Europe also, it's, uh, Europe it's people different. use a 60 cycle and 50 cycle. That's it, that's the some, one. Okay, we use a 60 cycle, and there are folks that say a 50 cycle is much healthier uh, to use. That's that's where I was I, going. I that's where I was going for. Too. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. You know, frequency makes, it's called resonance. And resonance if, you, uh, yeah, yeah. if you have soldiers marching over a bridge, you can lock the bridge down so they know to get out of cadence. Yeah. So frequency, there is, a, I think it's 31 cycles per second. If you play it on a piano, you can break a window. Is that right? And at the same time, if you play it across the spectrum like a cat's purr, you can heal bone. Hmm. 
That's why if a cat comes up and you have a broken bone and starts doing its paw, uh, when Vibrant Gal broke her uh, ankle in three places, we got a cat's purr and played it for an hour of continuous cat purring, and it definitely helps. Uh, NASA uses it. Uh, it's used in those machines that have a frequency machine you stand on. They're for sale, and How big they work. Okay. So what, what is a cat healing? When they're purring, are they healing themselves, or what are they doing? Yeah, they're healing themselves. Huh. It, when a cat purrs, it's partly out of, uh, they want to make a good impression on you, oh. so it, it's somewhat trauma. When a lion gets cut, or a cat gets cut, it'll purr to heal itself. It'll go go uh, in the wild, they go in a place where they're not going to be bugged by other animals, and they purr over it, and that frequency will heal much faster. Cool. We have that ability. The only time I successfully did that, I was annoyed by a woman bugging me while I was washing the dishes, holding a glass in my right hand, and the glass just mysteriously broke and gouged my middle finger out with a, a hole. So without saying anything, and right side, woman right, I w excused myself into a, uh, a private room, held my finger, and put all my anger into it. And uh, to my amazement, 20 minutes later, it was completely healed. The there was no, no split. And it was a serious slit, you know, that some people get stitches for. I've only been able to do that once successfully, though. It hasn't really worked other times. Well, I suspect that energy is energy, right? And it could be all, it's just so you use it the best you, best you can, right? Hmm. Yeah, I've told you a, a, a former girlfriend of mine, I, I still to this day call the light bulb crusher. Because uh, one time we were having an argument when we first moved to Santa Barbara here on, uh, on Ladura Street. And uh, at one point she was holding, while we were arguing, she was holding a light bulb in her hand. So uh, I became nervous that she was going to crack it. So she looked at my eyes, she looked at the bulb, and she realized what I was thinking. So she said, oh. So she took that bulb and held it right up to my face crushed it and then the shards and everything she just went like that really hard didn't have a single scratch and said god protects me mofo <laughs> i'm glad you ditched her man i think i can say that that's <laughs> kind of the watered down version yeah, of it the watered -down but, but but after that every time i cut myself i got angry because how did she do that and I asked uh, Donald Lay about it, and he said, oh, that's easy. I said, yeah, easy for you. Every time I get cut, I bleed. Easy for you. She didn't have a scratch. You know, girls, boy, I tell you. Adam Bergstrom, Patrick Timpone, join, if you care to, 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Two big sales for you. Today is the first day of the sale, or second day. Get on it. We love this Blue Shield technology. Uh, you can go on to Blue Shield through our website. If you care to, go through our website, use promo code One Radio, and you're going to get 18% off the biggest sale of the year. So if you've been wanting to get something for your home to really help you deal more efficiently, effectively with these crazy things they call electromagnetic fields, you can do it. Just uh, 
go on our website, promo code one radio, get 18%. Now, even before you buy, click on through our website so so you don't so we don't lose you, you don't lose us in the transaction. So we'll still be in there to get our commission. And then you can learn a lot on this um, technology through his website, Blue Shield. You can learn a lot there. So so it's great. Uh, you'll like it. And uh, get one for your home and just everything we can do to, you know, to leverage what the heck is going on. It is well, well worth it. So our second sale of today is Shen Blossom. And Shen Blossom is even higher. Shen Blossom is 20% off. And they just, uh, it's a wonderful company. Are you going to find some really great things there? Just check around, you know, just check around and and uh, scroll around and look at their store and you'll see all kinds of things. And just see if you find some things that, you know, that floats your boat. And then get 20% off. Isn't that cool? Promo code one radio, any Shen, Blo- uh, Shen Blossom on one radio network.com. 20% off. Promo code one radio. And then we're going to brush your teeth. Previously, we were talking with Dr. Rulin Shu, and I had a question about our pearlsium. Pearlsium is not just calcium, right? It's, it's calcium and minerals and proteins? Yes. So the pearlsium, um, the pearl, inside the pearl, there is, um, so of course, big part of it is calcium. But, um, but more importantly, this pearl contains all kinds of trace minerals, potassium, magnesium, zinc, uh, selenium, and also all kinds of trace minerals, proteins, amino acid, polysaccharides. Mm. So it is, um, it's actually have a very balanced matrix of nutrients for the calcium metabolism. And in fact, they have, um, they have research discovered that the pearl, the mechanism, you know, the DNA that's in charge of making the pearl is very similar to the human DNA that in charge of calcium metabolism. Yes, getting really good calcium in just the right spot, in the bones, that's where we need it, is a challenge. But this is a great product, and it does that. And that's just one of the many benefits. Brush your teeth with it. It's the most amazing thing for teeth you've ever seen. They will look pearly white. Pearlsium, click an order right on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. Yeah, the person I don't do a lot of this because I get plenty of calcium with my uh, with my goat's milk, my raw goat's milk. But every now and then I'll take some at night. But my throat is really giving me a hard time today. Hold on. Don't know what it is. I'm getting all throaty. But anyway, so you can brush your teeth with it. You'll you'll have a good experience. And that's all I use now. My teeth look great. They get pearly and white. And uh, they actually make things harder uh, because it's, it works on teeth in that way where it uh, creates a hardness in the surface, which is how the teeth look more pearly. That's how they get their color because it's a light refraction thing. It's not, uh, 
you know, it's not kind of bleaching them like you can see the Hollywood folks. They'll 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 get they'll bleach their teeth and they look kind of really white and looks kind of unnatural. Looks good, but kind of unnatural. It's a great product, and you can get the powder, or if you want to take it internally, you can do the powder, or you can pick up a, a bottle of the capsules as well. Pearl Sim, and it's on One Radio network.com from the hill country in texas this is one radio network.com it's the first monday and we are on with uh, the lovely and talented adam bergstrom who has been in his body how many years now have you been around your body 82 80 before the second world war <laughs> what, what, year did you, what year did you come in what year uh, 1941. 19, oh, right during the war, right? Right in the middle of the war? Yep. Yeah, before the war. The, before uh, December 9th, I guess it was, when the war. I, I remember as a little kid celebrating. They said, go make a bunch of noise because the war is over. So I went out with pots and bangs. Kids love to do that anyway. So I went all day banging on pots and pans and noisemakers. When was Pearl yeah, Harbor? I, I remember... When all the planes flew back over New York, it looked like a wow. flock of birds. It really? was a tremendous uh, time, and all the confetti on the streets and all of that. Well, yeah, remember, I remember what that. What was that, like 44, 45, you think? When you were th- uh, yeah, 45, I believe it was. VJ Day and mm-hmm. VJ, I get, get the days mixed up, which is VJ. We, oh, well, Victory in Japan and VG Day, was that the other one? Victory in Europe, VE Day. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, I remember him. You lived in New York then. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was alive and thriving and had lots of memories during that time of being a kid, eating eating all the my parents were uh allowed to have one stick of butter per month. Wow. And as a kid they were horrified because I ate the whole thing. <laughs> I've always been a fat lover. <laughs> so what was two. this this was during the well, this was after the Depression, but there was hard to get food like that? It was after the Depression. Actually, right. the Second World War took care sure. of the Depression. You know, it, if you have an economic crisis, have a war. Oh, yeah. That's what's happening That's now what in I Ukraine. Mean, but they were still rationing food, even in the 40s? Yeah, the Depression, when the Depression really started, you know, in 29 and lasted, they weren't having any success until the war. The war got them out of the Depression. Oh. Maybe a little, maybe a little, but it was the war that really did it. And uh, the United States had the power to, uh, they, Hitler underestimated the U.S. He thought they're so backwards, they're not prepared for war, they can't manufacture stuff. Well, they manufactured stuff much faster than Hitler thought. Yeah. <laughs> and And basically, we won the war. We were the good guys then. But when the war was over, we became Germany. We took the Fourth Reich. Took them over, the yeah. We States, took them over. Right? Operation Paperclip, Bluebird, MK Ultra, Artichoke. All of those programs uh, were designed to uh, to uh, put microchips on us. They were working on that even back then. The CIA uh, mind control of all sorts operations. 
uh, Swami Nitty Gritty when he was in Montreal was part of that project. They gave him LSD as part of the uh, project. But fortunately, he knew the hospital supervisor, so they didn't do any kind of brain surgeries on him or anything. Wow. <laughs> Bad uh, times. Dulles brothers. Evil, evil brothers. Thanks for having, having Adam on. I really enjoy it when he is there. Has he... Has he watched any good movies lately he wants to recommend? Are you are you still in the Russian movies? It, not recently, but I, I I still like Russian movies. I saw one that was, uh, instead of an action, it was kind of a drama one, and it was really well done. The name of it I forget because so many of them I've seen. My favorite is still Detective Anna. I highly recommend That's that series. Yeah. Jeez, I got wrapped up on that one. Is that still going on? Still ongoing? Yeah, except uh, they won't show the 16 final uh, uh, segments of it because they keep you going. They're about to have a duel with the main villain and stuff and leave you hanging. So I don't know. I'm waiting for that. By the way, uh, Kevin Costner may come back for Yellowstone. You know, he had an argument. Oh, I thought he was quitting. He he had quit, you know, but, but they he refused. But they either offered him money, you know. He went through a divorce after right. what nineteen years. His wife is getting two hundred fifty thousand dollars a month, and uh, he's uh, disturbed. So he's supposed to be talked in now to come back for the final. Oh, episode. I didn't see that. Oh, just the final episode. Okay, all right, but yeah, not I, not but another season. Several of them. I think they're going to work him in there somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but I guess. The director and they had creative differences, whatever that was. Yeah, about. Taylor Sheridan is the creator. Yeah, Taylor Sheridan. And uh, so the word on the street is that uh, Matthew McConaughey is going to is going to continue in the series. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, my friends in L in uh, Kilgore, Texas, knew him his mother was killed with a tree fell on wow. on her during her storm yeah wow. yeah he's been around a long time well i saw a great uh, series um a friend of mine alerted me to it i never would have found it and it's called blood of god blood of god um and it's all about wine and wine tasting and being able to tell and it's really good some of it's uh Subtitles, which you don't mind because you do that. Subtitles, it's called Blood of God. If you could find that, it's really, and for those of you, uh, you know, uh, watching, uh, check it out. I think it's on, um, I think we, I think I found it on, on the, what's the one that, uh, um, Microsoft or, I'm, I'm sorry, Apple, Apple TV, Apple, whatever. Yeah. I think it's on that channel, but you can, these things kind of find their way to different places. It's called Blood of God. If you if you guys would like to watch that, find it and let me know what you think about it. It was really, really, really a good one. Blood of God. I don't see too I much stuff have these days. Memories of old Hollywood. I lived oh, there, I and know. It, believe me, it was a rocking town. And now it's a it's a it's a pit. It's, it's a cesspool. It's a mess. Back when I first got there in the fifties, man, was it exciting. I even worked for a guy who had a lazy susan driveway mm-hmm. it was so steep to park in the hollywood hills that he had to uh turn it around with the lazy susan so he didn't have to back up and get hit coming out 
And of course, I lived right next to uh, Grauman's Chinese. Uh, oh, did Debbie you? Debbie Reynolds had her dance studio overhead. I lived in Max Senate's apartment, and uh, in a place that became Hotel Hell. Instead of saving this marvelous building, uh, they let it go to pot. They tried to save it. Now they put some other kind of mall in there or whatever. I think they have Academy Awards where they put it, but it was so, so beautiful, such a beautiful place and a landmark, and I wish they had saved it. It's really difficult. Go ahead. I was, I was just going to say I, I enjoyed living there. At that point, it was the cheapest place in Hollywood, too, yeah. and it was a it was like a, it was a palace. We lived in a palace for like less than two hundred bucks back then. Adam and, and ladies and gentlemen, it's really difficult to understand what Hollywood is doing. I mean, it seems like every chance they get, they continue to make decisions that are just killing them. You know, it's like they're. You know what I'm saying? Why? I don't, I don't get it. I really don't get it. The latest thing is they passed a thing where you have to have certain guidelines to be, even be considered for an Academy Award. In other words, you have to take in diversity and you have to have so many people, blacks and whites and girls and LBGTQ. I mean, what are they doing? I mean, what? Are these people on drugs or what, what, what's going on out there? I, I don't understand. They are on drugs. I don't understand. <laughs> They're on bad drugs. I, I don't understand. I just don't. Yeah. The the viewership has gone down from like, uh, Crazy. I think 45,000 people would, uh, 25 million people would watch it. Now it's down to 18 million. Yeah. And imagine if they had those rules for basketball teams and stuff like that. You know, oh yeah, right. You, gotta, you only have four they're, blacks. They're primarily white, and black. <laughs> baseball, right. basketball teams are black. You know, Imagine only have, if they yeah. had. Oh, you got to get some more Orientals in there, and you got to get some more transvestites in there, and you got to get whatever. Uh, I don't I mean, understand. they're screwing. They, I don't they've understand. They've gone totally nuts. I don't understand it. It's just, you can't even explain the stupidity, and they and, and they keep doing it, and then they they lose a hundred million dollars on some stupid, you know, woke movie of a gay Superman or whatever they're doing, and then they don't get it and they make another one. It's almost like they're totally in another world. You know, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand. And they're terrible movies. Oh, they're I mean, they're terrible, terrible movies. I David Icke calls them wokers. 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 <laughs> <laughs> He's banned in all European countries now, except his own. <laughs> Who's that, David, David Icke is banned? Yeah, David Icke. And he said, and the reason was because of the, the reptiles. He says, so they're admitting the reptiles are real? <laughs> oh, so. I mean, I, before they said I was crazy. Now they banned me from a peace conference because they're reptiles. <laughs> what Adam's talking about is that uh, David Icke of, have a long time have argued that many of these globalist crazy crazy people are actually not even human uh, they're, they're just reptiles and they shapeshift and all. so he's been talking about that for years so they finally censored him because he keeps saying that well what does that tell you about the people yeah, because they, he says well that must mean they're real why would they censor me before he, I'd be a crazy person I right. believe on Napoleon or something but right. now they, they censor me for reptiles I personally don't <laughs> believe in the reptiles myself, but I love David Icke. I've read oh, just about every yeah, book, those huge 700-page books that he read. He's a great writer, great humor, a sense of humor. He's on London Real a while. You've had him on how many times? Two, three, three, four, five three or times? Three or four times, yeah. And, yeah, uh, good interviews. 
Why? Yeah. By the yeah. way, are you still selling that air purifier? Yes. That you're great. Recommend it. We need it nowadays with the glyphosate and everything in the air and worse chemicals. Great. Oh, thanks for plugging that. Yeah, it's actually on sale today, too. They have a 4th of July sale. I put it on Faceplant. It's a great one. Uh, we really like it. It looks like R2-D2, and, um, and uh, it's uh, very intelligent, where like when you cook your bacon and you it gets all the smoke and stuff, it'll just speed up. It'll just go, okay, I know there's bacon smoke. It's crazy. I don't know how it knows how to do that. You can hear it speeding up. Be really good during uh, cedar fever time yeah. in uh, yeah. Austin, too. Yeah. So many people I know that have had problems with that. Um, I never did, but I have friends that have terrible allergies during that season. Oh, yeah. Here's an email from Laura. After all these months, does Adam have any idea what Ray Pete died of? Because I know you're a fan. Thanks for... Yeah, I mean, we never really did know, do we? What, what, what took him out? Well, I think uh, I think it's more than just the celery in the meat. Sure. And uh, he also had a tough life. A lot of people forget that, uh, uh, first of all, when you go against the grain like he did, and he went against everything, there's a tremendous pressure oh, yeah. on people doing that. I always have regarded him as a yogi. You know, he could affect cloud chambers hmm. he had to when he was in the lab he had to have other people operate the instruments because he would affect them Donald Lay did the same thing by the way he could affect cloud chambers electronic gadgets mag magnetic uh, instruments all of that he couldn't be around he claimed by regulating his thyroid he was able to finally be around some of that uh, things but he also had a lot of traumas, a lot of melanomas, all kinds of things. And he worked really tough jobs as a lumberman and uh, all kinds of things. I think the bacon was one of the uh, uh, one of the things that got him from the, the celery in it was a factor. And then all the smoke and things of that nature. And also, you know, a lot of health careers don't even make it to the 80s. So I think we should give him credit to be, uh, what was he, 80? 83 or 86, 4. Yeah, 80, yeah, he was right up there. Yeah, he was right up there. Yeah, he and his mind was so sharp right to the end. He uh, yeah. he just did just amazing information. He saved my life. I, I've told you all the things that I had wrong. I thought I was phasing out in 2014, 2013, 2014. And then I realized I had yellow fat disease. I'd never even heard of it before. Mm. And I heard him mention it several times before I looked it up. Then when I looked it up, it was the so one thing leads to the other. In Omega-6, it leads to cancer. It leads to different things. I couldn't write one book about it, but I wrote 14 books about it and could keep going. But I got burned out on it, frankly. If, if people don't believe it with the compendium I wrote of 14 books, they're not going to believe it because it's all research. It's all taken off the internet, off of books, off of PubMed, off of it, and yet everybody tells you it's fictional, that omega-3s are good for your brain, are necessary, and they're not. They have nothing to do they with your health. Not. In fact, they're counterproductive and kill people. That's crazy. Just not. And look at, look at the years we went through in the natural world, you know, that we hang out, of people buying all of this cod liver oil and, and uh, fish oil. Huge. Remember that? I mean, for the last 30 years, I think they're still doing it, some people. 
fortunately, I had read uh, Dr. Ravisi, and Ravisi said that you could use omega-3s for medicine, but otherwise they were very dangerous, and they, they contributed to inflammation and things. So I knew about this in 91. Already, as managing health food stores in the 80s, when, when I first read about how beneficial they were for the heart of Eskimos, and I thought, well, Eskimos only live to 40. Uh, how, they're not going to have much heart disease at 40. What the heck? And so I already refused to take it. I still believed in cod liver oil. And even Ray Pete said, if you're really in a position where you can't get vitamin D or vitamin A, no other way to get it, then cod liver oil, you could uh, use it. And the cod and its liver would be better to eat the entire liver and, sure. and balance it out. Like I have an occasional walnut. Well, every day, one walnut, it has omega-3s, but it also has very important uh, manganese and other minerals for the brain and protein. But you just eat like really one, right? You just eat one. Yeah. Yep, just one. That's all I have, one mm. in the morning. We, Vibrant Gal and I either have one walnut. And then we have about this, so much almonds, and uh, almonds are almost completely free of omega, uh, free of omega threes. Interesting, much less than butter. And what and are the oil. what are the good things that the almonds do? Just to recap, you've been doing uh, it for years. They have almond means all world. Oh. They have all of the minerals up to par. Huh. With other nuts, you usually have to get three or four together, different different types to get all of the minerals you need. And in solar nutrition, we have what we call the 12 basic minerals that are very important. Almonds have them all. And when I was first told that by Swami Nidigritti, I, I always have to look up and research it. I need backups. I don't just take someone's word, even though I trusted his word. But if I said, how do you know that? Oh, uh, Swami Nidigritti said so. Well, who the hell is that? Yeah, who who the is heck that? Is that? Excuse, yeah. excuse my French. Uh, anyway, uh, so I look it up, and definitely when I read these scientific studies, almonds right up to the top hmm. with all of the minerals, all of them, calcium, iron, whatever, it's all there. What do you think, you know, as you know, years ago, you know, because you live out there, they did this whole thing, the almond growers want to be able to pasteurize them so they could keep them longer in these silos. What do you think the pasteurization has done? Now, I find raw ones. I'm sure you do as well. What do you think that does to the to the nutritional value? I think it inhibits uh, its cancer. Uh, its anti-cancer uh, effects to a degree. I think they're still beneficial. Do you? But ideally, we eat the raw almonds too. We have definitely proven. Uh, unpasteurized ones, and we buy them from local farmers that we know yeah, grow them. They know, right? So yeah, uh, they know. regular vibrant gal's been shopping with these people for thirty years. The guy, the guy's amazing. He hasn't been ever been vaccinated. His kids are not vaccinated. Okay. He's a really cool guy named Dave, old time health guy. <laughs> and he's got the raw ones, the real ones, yeah, the real ones. Right. So we buy from this one place for years and years. And, and other, we have alternatives. Sometimes they don't show up because of uh, uh, a fire or something happens. So we have other places to get almonds in that case. Yeah. yeah. It's a farmer's market. It's a great farmer's market. They're trying to break it up now. 
They don't like Barbara. What do you mean they're trying to break it up? Police station. What? They're trying to break it up? What are they trying to break it up for? Yeah, they don't like the local farmers. They don't want the business. And in fact, I found out something. I, I knew that they were going crazy in California where you can't stop a shoplifter. If you try to stop a I've shoplifter, seen, I saw that story. you get prosecuted. But I finally figured out why. They want to drive the store owners out of business because Amazon has warehouses and the shoplifters can't get in there. So what they're trying to do is switch it all over to the internet control and that you have it mailed to you and you don't show up at, at a regular mom and pop or even a large Is location. that right? They yeah. want you to get it delivered by drones and their uh, 15-minute, 10-minute cities. Hmm. They're still working on that concept of the 15-minute yeah. city. It's fascinating how much uh, juice people like Musk and and uh, you know Zuckerberg and uh, Bezos with Amazon have. I mean, they're really they're right in there, aren't they? Boy, they're right in there, man. They got a lot of juice with whoever makes the laws. Woo, woo, baby. They do. Now, originally, when I moved to California, I wanted to move to Ojai. And why? Because it was a 15-minute city. Krishnamurti's home. Krishnamurti's home. Yeah, because a 15-minute city, I have no quarrel with. I wanted to get rid of my car and be able to travel. But see, they want to restrict you to a 15-minute city and put it in a big building. So all of these, there's a 30, over a 30% vacancy of office buildings in San Francisco. They've driven them out of, out of town. Wow. It's a disaster. They're going to put people in those, uh, those places and overcharge them, and the government's going to be paying for it. Basically communism. But I wanted a 15-minute city in Austin. I could have lived in an apartment right by the library, right by the post office, right by the supermarket, right by the farmer's market, right by a health food supermarket, right by bookstores, yoga shops, and everything, and a bicycle path where I could have bicycled all the way down to the beach for 25 miles without ever being on a highway. And, and I had a storage unit and everything there. I was planning to move there, but so I could travel. I could just Hang my hat there when I came back and travel like I used to do in Carpinteria. But they want to keep you there. They don't want you to travel. I, I came to California with Big Daddy Ross. Remember the uh, all of that uh, uh, racing uh, vehicles and right. custom automobiles and low riders and funny cars and everything like that? That was what was exciting to me. We cruised. We drove. We didn't. When we wanted to talk, we got together in the car and just drove back and forth, drive back all night, all night long. Just drove, yeah. talked, oh, oh, tried to pick up women. We were very unsuccessful. <laughs> oh, hi's a beautiful little town, isn't it? Uh, where that's where Krishnamurti, I it's went to his still, house. It's called the Sedona of California. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Uh, uh, vibrant gal lived out there for a long time. Took yoga from. Uh, the, the mayor of uh, Ojai was her yoga teacher. She taught Lisa Presley in uh, Happy School, the famous school where all these celebrities came. And there was a school teacher, school teacher, but she uh, knew just about everything. Lived in a 640-acre ranch, I believe, out there at wow. one time. Just ate the citrus off the trees. She had a, a good life. And she came from New Jersey to California for the food. That's why we're here. Otherwise... Uh, 
and the beach and things. Yeah. I would like to see people stand up for California instead of running away. Running away, yeah. They're all running away. Or a lot of <laughs> orange, a lot of orange trees in Ohio. That's all kinds of oranges, right? Whoa, of. Yeah, it was a beautiful place. You oh. were, when I was first talking to you, I would tell you how I, I, I want to settle here. We want to find an yeah. Ojai, our own type of foundation and everything like that. Didn't work very well. I still have good friends up there. Uh, one of them uh, does imitations of any kind of accent. He'd probably get in trouble now for, yeah. Yeah, for doing yeah, a New York Jew, uh, uh, a guru, a uh, mafia guy, all those kind of things. <laughs> I've been eating a lot of oranges lately. I, I just eat them. You know, cut them and eat them. And Lots. I even like it better than the juice these days, just to eat the whole thing, right? They're really good for you. Right? We're, we're back to eating them again oh, instead yeah. of juicing them. Yeah. 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 Valencia's are in yeah. right now. We're eating a lot of them. And what are the benefits and, of oranges? And they got rid of my bruising and my uh, patechia and, uh, and uh, purpura and all those kind of problems I had and bleeding. Yeah. I was bleeding out. Yeah, and, and what other good things uh, happen when you eat oranges? A lot of good stuff, right? Very good stuff. They're a remarkable food. You can, they, some people say it's naringin and it's bioflavonoids. I'm not sure what it is, but it's a miracle food. Ray Pete talks about a man in Florida that had no money and he lived in an orange orchard and he lived 156 by just eating oranges. He just ate oranges every day. That's good. <laughs> he said it was in the in the paper back when he uh, was in uh, when he was in Florida for a while. Somehow he spent some time down there. That's that's funny, you know. Uh, remember remember the Anita Bryant thing with the gays and the oranges and in Florida that whole thing that was hilarious. <laughs> Looking back at that, I do. It was. Yeah, when I first came to the San Fernando Valley, which is now totally citified, it's nothing but one, one big city, uh, most of the San Fernando Valley was orange groves, orange groves. You you went past Panorama City, going toward Woodland Hills and Canoga Park and Granada Hills and mm. all those places, Reseda, all orange groves, orange groves everywhere. Wow. And interspersed with some avocado groves, but oranges were everywhere. You couldn't avoid an orange. You want to have to fill more orange groves, orange groves, every place. Mm, very, well, it's a great fruit, and uh, I didn't, I didn't drink a lot of it for many years. I just thought there was too much sugar. I bought into the whole, you know, that oranges were bad because they have too much sugar, something like that. You know? Yeah, and look at me. <laughs> but and by the way. I don't recommend people eat as much sugar as I'm eating because you can get it from fructose. Fructose has been demonized. When I manage health food stores, you recommended fructose to diabetics because the pancreas wasn't needed to absorb it. And the fructose heals the beta cells in the pancreas. You can't heal it without fructose. Fructose drives the sperm. It's the fuel of the sperm, of the liver, and yet they've made it like fructose kills the liver. It does this, it does that. That's not true, right? It, back in the 80s, that wasn't so. We hmm. were recommending Tupelo hmm. honey because it had all fructose and very little glucose in it, or sucrose. Is all Tupelo honey mostly fructose? Tupelo honey from Tupelo, Mississippi, and places like that, and it's and it's all fructose. That's why it doesn't crystallize. Well, how it does it get to be fructose? Where do those bees know where to go? Certain fructose things. How does that happen? Do you know? 
well, the fructose in it is what uh, it yeah, keeps but how it does from. how does uh, the Tupelo honey make fructose rather than sucrose honey? What happens? You know, it's a secret of the Tupelo tree. <laughs> I don't know, but it's a it Tupelo does. tree. Certain other plants uh, do that too, uh. but uh, not many of them. Uh, not manuka honey. None of those. They're all. Uh, they're all basically sucrose. Manuka honey, by the way, has something that's forty thousand times up to forty thousand times more toxic than sugar, called methoxanol, and people take it for medicine. And they not pay, me. And they pay a lot of money for it too. Pay a lot of money for it too. Whoa. Yeah. Now, fortunately, most well, first of all, almost all manuka honey is fake. Is it? a big problem with New Zealand. Mm. And they're stealing each other's bees. There's wars in New Zealand where they're they're poisoning other people's hives and everything going on. So That's you're crazy, to get man. that too. Yeah. But without a UMA rating, whatever that stands for, an UMA rating is how high the methoxyl yeah, it says 25 is. Or, a lot of them aren't high. They have twenty five or thirty or forty and supposedly the bigger the number, the more it costs, right? <laughs> exactly and and but you can get the low numbered one yeah. so that is going to be okay but those high ones for therapy they may be a value like an, an irritant for an irritant homeopathy but normally i wouldn't be taking that and thinking i'm making myself healthy by taking it on a daily basis yeah so just standard wildflower honey orange honey uh clover honey a tupelo honey, avocado honey, those are all, I've, I've tasted a lot is, of them. Is tupelo honey the only one you know, Adam, that is uh, fructose rather than um, sucrose? The only one I know. Really? Yeah. I'm going to get some of that. Yeah, I guess you can get it online. Huh? I guess you can get it online. I've never purchased tupelo honey. Yeah, I, I used to take it. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember why. I didn't think I had diabetes. My father died of diabetes because they cut him off from sugar. He died at 54, yeah. went blind, and lost his kidneys. In big picture, is it better if you were going to choose between a fructose or a sucrose something? Is it easier on the body of fructose or more beneficial? Very much. Even even regular cane sugar and beet sugar and things are sucrose. Mm. The thing that's tough on people is glucose. And what is complicated starch? Always glucose plus glucose. That's why when I do eat starch, we dextrinize it to break it down to just simple sugars. But still, it's glucose, so it's important to get fruits into to get the fructose. You will never get fructose out of a potato mm. or any kind of complicated starch. I see. Uh-huh. Um, I had another question. I just lost it. Oh, well, it'll come back. Well, I'm going to make way. We're going to do another guest here because the 4th of July, we thought we would have somebody else on. Well, it was great fun. Say uh, hi to Vibrant Gal. I'm glad she's feeling good and happy. What are you guys going to do? Are you going to you gonna do anything special for the Fourth of July celebration? We're gonna hide, <laughs> and we're pretty much hermits here anyway. And by the way, I won't go into that. We had a major crisis here, but we thank you for your concern and and help. You helped us through the one time we had a crisis. I'm not going into any of the details because <laughs> other people are involved. But it was a real crisis. Well, my pleasure. And we seem to be on the other side of it again. So bless you, 
Patrick, for all you do. My and pleasure. please buy Patrick's air conditioners and whatever else and keep one radio network going. Air we have a long history together. Yeah, we do. Adam Ferguson was the first show we did on one radio network. I think it was August. Let's see. I think it was August 6th, if I remember, 2008. Yep. And then I was on uh, KLVG. Oh, before that. Three times? Yeah. Oh, I think three times. Two or three before times before two. That. Yeah, yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. 2008, 2007, somewhere back then. And we behaved ourselves when you were on. We didn't get too crazy, did we? I mean, we behaved ourselves. <laughs> yep. We go back, Patrick. We so, do go anyway, back, Patrick. My Thank pleasure. you so much for all you do. I love you. Thank you. And we'll see you real soon, okay? Take care of yourself. Will do. Bye-bye. Take care. <laughs> Patrick Timponi along with Adam Bergstrom. Don't forget, you want to go to solartiming.com. Solartiming.com. Adam has a wide variety of uh, e-books that you can purchase. And, you know, 5, 10, 20 bucks, whatever they are. And rock and roll and support him and... I mean, some really cool things. Um, they sent me Mind Hacking for the Millions. I haven't, um, I haven't, I haven't read it as yet, but I'm going to. Mind Hacking for the Millions. <clears throat> well, let me grab this slide that I seem to have lost, so we can put it up here. Well, we're going to take a little break, and then we're going to talk to Jason Brichars. And Jason has a website, and he's into some really fun, cool stuff when it comes to um, uh, um, history, the lost history, old, old stuff, things that you have no idea. And so it'll be fun. I like talking about this kind of stuff. It's a Jason Bishop. Oh, I can't find the website. I can't find the slide. I'll just use this one. I'll just use this one. So he's going to come up in about 40, 40, 40 minutes or so. Okay? I'm going to take a break and grab a little bite to eat and see what's going on. Don't forget, if you're watching this in the week of July 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, on BitChute or wherever, we've got two big sales going on right now on One Radio Network this week, the week of July 3rd in Shen Blossom, the great company, wonderful products, 20% off, promo code One Radio, 20%, baby. Yep, 20%. If you've been thinking about Shen Blossom, you've gone there and you've looked around, seen some things, um, uh, Now's a great time to do it. My mouse is attacking me. I don't know why it does that. That's okay. Okay. So, uh, Shen Blossom, 20% off. And then, Blue Shield, 18% off. This week, the week of July 3rd. So, if you've been thinking about the Blue Shield or Shen Blossom, uh, now is a great time to get yourself some. And you'll like it. You'll like it a lot. Sales this week. Promo code One Radio for both Shen Blossom and Blue Shield. Okay, kid, we'll see you about 40 minutes. We're going to talk to Jason Brichars and about some of the lost history that you never would understand. So 
We'll see you soon. Take care of yourself. I'll be right back in about 45 minutes. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.